to Waking Up With A Ten. We're three singles navigating today's dating culture in Australia. But actually, none of us are Australian. I'm Annie. I'm Elaine. And I'm Simon. So Annie, did you invite Elaine and me on this podcast because basically we're shit at dating? <laughs> no. What does Waking Up With A Ten mean? Every morning, I wake up with a ten in my bed. It's me. I'm the ten. Welcome back. So we were meant to send some people on dates last week, Um, but for the most part, we haven't really been dating, so I think it's safe to say our podcast is progressing further than our actual love lives. (laughs) 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 But I stand corrected because Simon has been on a date since our last podcast. Well, yeah, I did go on a date. Um, You just won, and it was fine. and it was, I suppose, uh, an, How did you mean? an unusual. It was, it was a, a Tinder. Yeah. Um, but it a was Tinder. a, a, a Tinder. It's like a condition. <laughs> it was a Tinder. <laughs> He's a Tinder. <laughs> or is it a Tinderer? Mm. Mm, someone that Tinders. Tindy. A Tindy. Um, that sounds weird. Um, so somebody that I met on Tinder, yes, and um, unusually. For me, he actually came to my apartment. We had a bottle of wine. First in the apartment. date. Yeah. Like, it's not something that I would usually... Don't oh. look at me like that, Elaine. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not something that I would usually... Because I, I would always, like, you know, go out, you know, for a drink or... Do you feel yeah, inspired and, after our last episode? Um, yeah. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what happens it on the first date. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just, like, I think for my, in my perception, it's like, oh, that's not very like you. No, it's not very like me at all. Yeah. And, in fact, I don't know if I've ever done that before. Mm-hmm. Um... And so was was a little bit unusual, and it was actually a little bit strange. So, well, I'll tell you the funny story. When he came over, and my flatmate and her boyfriend had had been out prior to that, and then they suddenly came back, and this was just when I was expecting my day to arrive, and so I was a little bit caught off guard, a little bit flabbergasted. Oh, let me let me blow the candle. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I was expecting you. Uh, let me yeah. get another glass of wine. <laughs> My flatmate was like, oh, you don't need to put rose petals everywhere for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and so they arrived and I was a little bit caught off guard. And I was like, um, just trying to make, you know, conversation with them. And then literally 30 seconds behind them, he came up the stairs to the apartment. It was like, hi. And the door was open. And I was like, um, oh, hi. And then they suddenly figured out that, you know, it was it. Was so you didn't know they were coming home? No. Oh, no. You should have communicated that. Yeah. They were this being a whole new territory with me because I would uh, always go to yeah, a bar or yeah, go to dinner yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So having a... Uh, you know, having someone had a date in the house is not something they've ever done before. So yeah, these are all lessons learned. Yes, yeah. well. <laughs> and in the confusion, in the confusion of um, trying to keep a cool head and trying to uh, not forget my date's name, um, <laughs> when I when I and I was so concentrating on getting his name right that when, I, that when I introduced him to my flatmate's boyfriend, I called my flatmate's boyfriend by my flatmate's oh. ex-boyfriend's name. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. Well, and then he corrected himself in front of me. I was like, what? Oh, that's not his name. That's been... super awkward for her. Oh, 
anyway. I'm sure you guys had a nice laugh about it after. Yeah, that broke the, that broke the ice for the beginning of the date. That's anyway, good. so yeah. yeah. Did you shake um, his hand when you say hi? <laughs> Stop it. Did you shake his hand when you said goodbye? When I said goodbye, yeah. Um, uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Business deal completed. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Um, all right, well. Yeah, so we had a bottle of wine. Um, um, we sat outside. <laughs> That's how I do my dates. Yeah. And, At least um, a bottle and a half. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. Um, Good. And, and we may see each other again? So you've been talking? A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's not Good. really on the, the you know, more serious path, I don't think. He's happy to date and stuff, but he's not really, you know looking for something serious mm, I don't yeah. think right now so I'm like that's fine you know because it's still nice to meet new people and you know yeah figure out where you are yeah so, I guess yeah. that's yeah and that's just it's just about you knowing that and knowing where you're at and if that's okay with where you're at then that's fine so and like I say you know like I've always talked before about conversation and laughter being uh, important things for me and the conversation actually flowed quite well mm. and we laughed a bit too a little so, bit. A bit. Yeah. Just a bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was it was fine. Actually. Good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was my. Um, well, I'm glad one of us is dating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, some someone can um, impart their expert advice on this podcast. Because yeah. <laughs> the rest of us uh, have some catching up to yeah. do. Now I know. Obviously, we talked a little bit last week about having or being uh, setting a lane up um, yeah. and um, there's a friend of mine in particular that we talked about and we talked about this last week and um, he's still sort of away at the moment so I, I, yeah. I am onto it yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's there don't worry I just have a feeling when he gets back I want to go away <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you were going to have met someone and I was yeah, like what's ambitious it's okay I'm glad mm. yeah, yeah. Um, well that's okay don't worry I mean if it's if it's you know if eventually it you'll both be back in the time, same yeah. city yeah. yeah yeah we'll figure it so we'll get there don't worry yeah yeah mm. yeah. yeah I was meant to have a date this week oh um, um yeah but he cancelled because he oh. yeah well it was meant to be on the Friday which always I'm a bit wary of having Friday yeah, dates I'm not sure about Friday dates yeah I feel like that's like a it's a lot of pressure yeah yeah basically this guy kind of lives out of town at the moment so he wouldn't have gotten back into the city in yeah. time mm-hmm. so maybe he tried to ask me out on the sat- the next Saturday for that night and uh-huh. I-, I was a bit like it's Saturday, and you're asking me at 2 o'clock if I can go out tonight, so no. <laughs> obviously, I've got plans. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I have plans. Um, so we've technically rescheduled for this Friday, but we'll see. Mm. I'm kind of, the conversation is now dwindling, and it's uh, someone I haven't met yet. From you don't seem app, very so. optimistic. Yeah, I think that, like, so the conversation has just kind of been a bit strange to me. I know I said to you guys in the first episode that I like to bring up deep things in conversations and I like to bring up exes and I like to get that stuff out of the way and kind of understand where people are at. Um, So I have to take a little bit of credit for this, but I just feel like he's taken it a bit too far. I tend to broach these subjects and then sort of leave them and go back to the fun conversation just as a way to gauge how people react or where they're at or, you know, their um, opinions, I guess, on things Mm -hmm. that I like to talk about. I like to have like deep deep conversations you know so I yeah. try to gauge more so if people are interested in those kinds of conversations rather than 
what they're actually going to say. Yeah. Um, and so you tend to, even in those early stages of, say, have, you know, having swiped with somebody or you've met with somebody um, on through an app and then, you know, the conversation is going, you even go into those deep conversations then. Sort of. It depends on... I'm not just going to bring it up out of the blue. It depends yeah. on what we're actually talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it tends to... like. I guess it tends to come up because they're things I'm interested in. So yeah. it'd be a, a book I'm reading or something someone has said to me mm-hmm. and uh, it'll come up in a conversation because it's something that's on my mind. Yeah. Okay. And how... how when, when those conversations start, what is the kind of things that uh, get you engaged the most to... Getting from, you know, we matched or we swiped or whatever through to our first date. So that stage, and they, these conversations that take place, which can be difficult to do because it was somebody you don't really know mm. and it's not in a, uh, a personable manner. You just yeah. on an app. You know, what kind of things do you like to talk about? What kind of things do you tend to bring up? And what kind of things get you thinking, yeah, maybe I'll go on a date? Uh, I mean, I think that... The- the, I don't generally bring up those topics necessarily on the app yet. Usually they come up on dates and yeah. same like I like to I like to bring I I don't personally bring up past relationships necessarily, but yeah. if there's an opportunity to have that conversation, I'm happy to have it on a first date because that gives me an indication into where someone's at, what their past is, what their experiences it it what their experiences are and also how they react to that conversation. I think says a lot about them. Um, so I guess that, that, that's that specific thing. And I think, yeah, I tend to technically to bring up more of the in-depth intellectual conversations or like psychological conversations on dates. I don't Mm. so much do Mm. it in, in the conversation before we've met. And I think the reason it came up with him was because he asked me, I think I said that I was busy one day and he asked me if it was a date, you know, which kind of annoys me because we met on an app of course like I'm going to be dating other people but it's not that I expect him not to either because I think the day that we actually started talking he he had said to me I'm going out for a drink for drinks with a mate which to me is a date obviously otherwise you say mates I mean not necessarily but I I tend to think if you say a mate it's more likely it's a date if you say mates or friends or it's a friend's birthday like it's an actual event like, I'm going for drinks with a mate is a very generic way to say something. So I feel like it's, yeah, a, it's okay. a way to brush over. I think, I think yeah. I mean, obviously not knowing who this person is, but to use the term mate, um, I would be surprised if he was referring to a date. If he, if he was going on a date, yeah. I think he'd probably use something even more generic. Like, oh, I've, I'm going, I've got plans that night. Or mm. is something yeah. really vague? Oh, I've, maybe. Yeah, I've said I'm going, if I'm going on another date, I would just say, yeah, I'm going out with mate. Yeah. Or even if even if I'm not, I caught up with a mate because I would have dinner with you, Annie. And yeah, I've been out with a mate. Mm. Um, I just don't think it's necessarily another date. Also, if some I've been asked before on like when I said, oh yeah, I was out, and they were like on a date. I would say, yeah. Same. So um, yeah. This is how. So basically, this is how that conversation started. Yeah. So he said, I'm going out for drinks with a mate and I in my head was like well he's going on a date I don't care I've literally been speaking to this person for five minutes yeah then it came up I think that I said I had planned something I can't remember what it was and he asked if that was a date and I said no it's not but I think yours is Uh. and he was like oh it is 
And then, and he was like, oh, it's kind of a weird thing to say. And I was like, totally, it is a weird thing to say, but like, don't think that I don't think you're seeing other people we met on an app. We've not even met yet. Yeah. And, and that I think was how the conversation started snowballing into more deep things. And it wasn't that it bothered me that he told me a lot about like his past relationship and stuff, which I appreciate because it gives me an indication of where he's at. Um, but I think there was just some stuff that was like a, it was like a bit too far for someone I hadn't met yet, I think. So I'm still open to meeting him. Obviously I can't be such a hypocrite to say that, oh, he talked about deep things. I don't want to meet him because I do that. Yeah. But I'm just saying it, I think it has slightly soured my excitement to meet him. And now that it's, we talked for a whole week before we were planning on meeting. And he can't really meet any other day except for Friday and Saturday because he lives out of town. So it's like a whole week to meet. Then... It, he canceled, so now it's a whole nother week to me. Right. And it's, like, someone who I don't know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of... It's, meh. Too, it's too long. I would not want to have conversations for more than a week. Two weeks max before mm. I actually meet someone. Okay, so is that your... So trying to frame in your mind, a week of conversation before meeting? A week is not the criteria. If it's two weeks, like, it has to be sporadic. I would not want to have long text I or agree. long conversation on an app or even if you exchange no. number. I would not want to have deep and meaningful conversations or more serious conversations until I've met them. Because first of all, I would not, I barely text my friends back. Why would I be spending time Mm -hmm. texting people that I don't know? Yeah. Long, thoughtful stuff because it's not something that I would care about. No. And I think as well, this, this, I mean, not only this um, scenario, but this has reiterated to me how quickly it can fade. So what's the point of having those long, meaningful conversations if you're actually never going to meet that person? Yeah, yeah that's that. Um, and then I have another date planned on Wednesday. Ooh, <laughs> oh, exciting. Hopefully. This guy has a very, very busy job. Um, he works late, long hours. So the first, we were meant to meet up a couple of weeks ago, and he, well, he wanted to meet at like 8.30 in the city. And that's quite a long way to go from where I live at that time of night when I work from home and I'm home all day. And I'm probably going to go to bed at 8.30, let's be honest. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I I just told him on the day, I was like, look, like maybe some days I might wake up, I might be fine with that. But on that day specifically, I was like, no. I told him early. I think I told him at like maybe one or two. Yeah. And he was like, it's fine. But he was, he was quite um, closed about it. It's fine. Don't worry. And I was like, well, I'm going to be in the city next week on this day for dinner so I can meet you after. Or this weekend, he lives, you know, north of here. So I was like, I'm going to actually be up north so I can maybe meet you for coffee. And he just didn't really respond. So I just assumed he was mad that I didn't want to come into the city and I can't, don't care. Yeah. Um, and then he ended up messaging me again out of the blue last week and asking if I wanted to meet up this week because his big project is done and he can actually leave work at a normal hour. Awesome. <laughs> That's good. Well, so good yeah. look on Wednesday then. Yeah, well, yeah. So we may have some, some date some updates yeah. Yeah, next week. Oh, well, on so on Wednesday, also on Wednesday. Oh, actually, oh. Uh, well, no, this coming Wednesday, I randomly am going with a friend speed dating. I've been talking to him about doing this for a while, mm. and he eventually caved and was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll come." Mm. So we're going to do that, and we're not taking it too seriously. Uh, you know, we don't expect to to meet the love of our lives there, but we you never know. You we never we know. have a friend. Here. My friend. Yeah, yeah, I went to a wedding in June where they met through speed dating. Really? Yeah. Exactly. 
exactly. And I was like, which agency did you go with? Because I want to go. <laughs> Where's my husband? <laughs> have you been? Have you joined yet? No, well, I haven't. He said that the agency actually shut down. Oh. Yeah. So successful. I know, but they, they, they're married. They got married. Wow. And they, they're very in love. And they're Great. beautiful they're, together. Yeah, they're, they are. Lovely. Okay. So yeah, no, there's always hope. But I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're going at it just sort of from a perspective of, you know, we'll go and maybe we'll meet some nice people, we'll have a bit of a laugh. You know, that's yeah. fine. I mean, if you were to get a date out of it, then that'd probably be an added bonus. I don't think either of us expect that. Mm. But um, it's something different to Definitely. mix it up a little bit. And, you know, I haven't done speed dating for a long time. <laughs> well, you have experience. With it at least, so it'll be interesting. Well, yeah, yeah sometimes it lasts. But again, you know, I remember thinking from last time is that if I was getting into a conversation about um, either work or where you lived, then we're done here. Yeah. Because they were like pretty standard, not necessarily boring, but stock standard conversation topics that anyone yeah. could fall back on. Yeah. And if we were falling back on those within four minutes, yeah, I'm like, mm, yeah. yeah, you know what? And probably of the 20 or so people that I spoke to, this is going back several years, so I can't really yeah. remember very well, but I reckon that only happened in a handful of them. Hmm. Yeah. Do you pre-prepare... No. Topic, no. Well, I hadn't, but maybe I should. Yeah. Do you think I should say, well, I'm doing a podcast on dating, so yeah. you, well, you better watch out because I might be talking about you next week. I actually mm, put that it... That put them off, right? I, No, no, no. Can I actually put it yeah. in my Bumble profile, Yeah. and people do ask me about it, and then they're like, oh, what's your podcast about? And I'm like, dating. And then they're and like... Then they're like, like oh. No, they're I, like, am I going to be in it? And I was like, I don't know. It depends on how bad you fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. One of my mate let's say like he because he works in hospitality and he's actually seen some speed dating events and his advice would have would be come with something interesting or in, a few interesting questions that you can actually ask the person across two questions you. rather than things to talk about it could be things to talk about but at least you have some sort of conversation other than hey how's your night going what do you do where do you live because yeah that's so generic yeah you literally have is it five minutes to just um, make that connection. I think so, yes. Yeah, to make that connection and impress someone. So, yeah. Mm. Interesting. So what would you think about taking? I feel like you could talk about the podcast. But I mean, I'm not going to just sit down and be like, oh, hi, by the way, I'm doing a podcast. And then, you know, <laughs> you might be in it. Yeah, because that's very much like, oh, it's all about me, when actually I want to find out about you. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's so, why I think questions yeah. are good. And then, and then if it comes on to, like, obviously it's going to, the conversation's conversation is going to turn back on you eventually well good yeah. luck okay thanks we'll have, I'll have to have a bit of a yeah we'll have to that. think about questions i yeah, yeah i don't that's actually because you don't want to go I, i'm thinking what what do you want to know about someone that would pique your interest or i guess make you make a decision about them but you don't want to obviously be mm. too deep because we know a, how that goes <laughs> yeah but this is again not dissimilar from what we were just talking about yeah in, in your first messages once you've matched or something going on now yeah and the kind of things that you're talking about you want to find out something about someone you don't want to wait a week like you were saying elaine yeah you want to get in there but um as in you want the conversation to get moving um, <laughs> but you you don't want i mean where do you where do you start or you don't want to come across too heavy but mm. you want to find out something that is going to intrigue you enough to say yes, I go on a date or no, mm. yeah. and, that, and that's the same here. You've only got five minutes before 
you're moving on to the next one. Yeah. I mean, one thing I do, this probably isn't maybe um, the best approach for speed dating, but one thing I do on apps rather than, well, so I, I know I said in our first episode, I, I used to try really hard to ask interesting questions or to ask something about their bio. And now I think I'm not going to waste that energy because they might not even reply. Um, but I do sometimes try to phrase my question in a way. So rather than being like, how's your weekend? I'll say, what's the best thing that happened to you this weekend? Mm-hmm. And then whatever they, nice. whatever they respond, that tells you something about what they're interested in, yeah. what they find exciting. And then it gives you a bit of a jumping off mm-hmm. point. Yeah. This is Wednesday. Yeah. I'm not sure I can use that on a Wednesday. Well, <laughs> the best <laughs> thing that happened to you this week or, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I don't know, yeah. something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But that it's, yeah. and that can be quite light of a, topic but it gives you some insight into what they're interested in or mm-hmm. what they do in their free time mm-hmm. or but then sometimes I ask those questions and people ask me back and I'm like oh I did my laundry like <laughs> and I'm like I gotta think of something more interesting <laughs> but now um, I have a wonderfully pristine wardrobe yeah I, I uh, ironed my underwear drawer and organized it by color Elaine <laughs> <laughs> so any kind of sneak peek into my wardrobe <laughs> hang on a minute this is late night version she literally just said, that's like a Victoria's Secret draw. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm like shopping at Victoria's Secret right now. Your bras are organized by, like, stacked by, like, color in your drawer. Your underwear really? folded and stacked they're, by color just, in your drawer. They're not by color, but then my drawers are very neat. Wow. Because I read this book called you... The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying, and I was very inspired by a method of tidying and decluttering. Right. That's not what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, no, that's my, a hell of a no, podcast. My underwear yeah. drawer can be talked about when they actually have sex. But. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, our, that's our mission. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're getting here. Yeah. But we're I getting. feel like what's the best thing that happened over your, your weekend, or even the highlight, I feel like it's a good opener. And mm. this is something yeah. that I might steal. And mm. it works. Whoa. I'm going to say it works because I recently rejoined Bumble. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Why did you choose to do that? Have we inspired you by this podcast? Yes, yes, you have. Yes, Annie. Yes, our work here is done. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Good night. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> so if I score a date, you'll get an update next next recording. Great. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, uh, we will have some updates, hopefully, on our <laughs> love lives next mm. week. But in the meantime, as I said, our podcast is, is actually progressing. Yeah. So we are going to talk about... Um, what happens after the first few dates what, how many dates does it take to start to feel like it's a thing when do you bring that up I feel like you two both have strong opinions on this when you say a thing <laughs> as in moving into a relationship exclusivity you, mm. that's what well, yeah so right are those are different steps right so then there's uh-huh. there's there's meeting casual hooking up there's dating there's exclusivity there's relationship oh mm-hmm. jesus there's so many steps so right many. now can't it just be like hello let's go on a date and i leave a voicemail and think so fine yeah. a voicemail a voicemail <laughs> who are you <laughs> i don't know <laughs> the days like you leave a note i don't know what well, do you do fax them <laughs> to be fair to be fair my brother my brother did his now wife the first date was he went they live he lived she lived down the street from him and he went over there to ask, he's, I'm going to go ask her out. And he like, walked over like three houses down. <laughs> and she wasn't there. And so uh, he left a note saying, uh, I, think, I think though the note was just um, like, I came by. And then she, actually I love this story. She came over and he didn't really know how she felt about him. And he came, she came over. They hadn't been on any dates or anything. They just knew each other sort of through school. 
Um, and she just walked into his house. She just opened the door. She didn't knock. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I came over earlier. And she was like, I know. And he was like, I wanted to know if you wanted to go out. And she was like, I know. What? Yeah. Wow. Now they're married. <laughs> uh, was she watching him? No, no, no. Because he left a note. And I think, oh. her, I think her flatmate had said something. Like, oh, James came over to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I just love that story that she just walked in and like she didn't even knock on the door. She just walked in and was like, "Here I am. I, I've been waiting for you to ask me out." Yeah, that's adorable. Yeah, they're cute. Old school asking out. Yes. Yeah. Um, to answer your question, I guess exclusivity. I feel like it takes a while to know. Do Do you think Do you think that this changes depending on the person? I know you said exclusivity can take two to three months. Yeah. But. You, that may be the case if you weren't so sure and things were just trundling along, whereas you could get that much earlier. Yeah. In Mm -hmm. hindsight, you're right. A desire to do so. Totally. I think think it depends on, and I do think you get, you gauge that off the other person. But then I also like, is it a certain amount of dates? Because I, the last few guys that I've quote unquote seriously dated, I don't know how I don't know how you can define that, which I guess is what we're talking about. Um, But I, you know, I think we sort of got to about eight dates. And by the time I said it's date five or six, everyone would be like, oh, that's very serious. And I was like, is it? Like, I'm still counting dates. Is it really serious? Yeah. 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 But obviously I I felt strongly um, about them, but I didn't feel that we were at a, technically, I didn't feel like we were at a place to have a conversation about exclusivity. Yeah. You're right, because actually in hindsight, when you mentioned it, Simon, with my last really big relationship, I was seeing about three other people, and then I met him. Mm-hmm. And after that, I just knew, and I just stopped seeing everyone. Yes, yeah. And they were, those people that I was seeing were like, oh, let's hang out again when you're free. And all I said was, I met someone, and I want yeah. to focus mm-hmm. on that. So... You're right, where it really depends on the people that you're with. If you're not sure, then it takes a bit longer. But if you're sure, then you know you want to be with them. Yeah. 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 And I also think you make that choice for yourself. And this is something I think we struggle with a lot in the dating culture now because there's very much this culture of who can care less. Yeah. And I. Yeah, it is. But it's a way. I think it's. Sadly, I think it's not just contained to, to romantic relationships. I think sometimes it comes out in other other ways but um I always just feel that it's important for me to just make that decision for myself like I say in these these people I went on you know six seven eight dates with technically I didn't feel that we were at a place where the last time I didn't feel I the need to bring up exclusivity I kind of felt like we were I didn't really care that much I just cared about what happened when I was with him um, but having said that, I had made the decision I wasn't going to see anyone else. But that's me, and that's yeah. who I am. Yeah, and I think that's what's more important. I mean, you can make your decision yeah. in your time when you don't want to see anybody else, and then they'll make their decision in their own time. Mm. And that might that might be at the same time, and it might not be. And I do know? think that, I think it's a, like, again, I think every situation is personal and it depends on how you feel. But I also don't, like, I've thought a lot about that conversation actually and I don't know how necessary it is and I think it depends on your past experience yeah. and how that affects you um but speaking to some friends about it 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 feel it's like an it's almost for some people it's like an ego boost it's I need you to tell me 
that you don't want to see anyone else so that I can feel better about myself, you know, about, or I don't have to be anxious about you or I can trust you. Whereas I, I don't know, maybe if your trust issues run that deep, you're not going to trust them anyway. Yeah. But the, and, and I think that's why with this, the last person I saw, I actually never felt the need to bring it up. Because I just felt really good when I was with him, and that was kind of all that mattered yeah. to me. And I thought, you know, I knew, we weren't in a relationship yet, and I knew that, but I figured that we would either get there or we wouldn't. We didn't. Just, to, just spoiler alert. But um, yeah, that the point of seeing other people didn't matter to me because I felt really good when I was with him, and yeah. I had made the choice not to see other people, but that was my choice. And that, yeah. that's nice that you concentrated on that. The yeah. when we're spending time together, we enjoy it, mm. and that that particularly in the early stage, that's exactly what you should be concentrating on rather than getting hung up on two million other small things. Mm. And I do think I might be. Um, going out on a limb here, particularly with, you know, with you two. But <laughs> I thought you were going to say with women. I was like, you said that last time. No, 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 I, no, I feel like there's a very sexist vibe going no, on no, here, no. Simon. No, not, not that. But although, I mean, this, this is something that is going to fall into that category, yes. Mm. But I think that this conversation around these steps and how much we focus on when to talk about the different steps and exclusivity and so on and so on, I do think that women um, give more thought to it than, than guys you know you said before it's like well let's just you know let's just date and write you a letter whatever it was you said <laughs> well, leave your voicemail I think, I think the leave your voicemail send you send your letter in the post yeah Perhaps. I'll let you know in three weeks how I feel about you <laughs> um, that I think guys are a bit more like oh yeah you know it's fine you know we'll we went on a date and we'll have another date and eh, you know um, probably more coming back to the comp we talked about last week probably more thinking about when she's going to sleep with me rather than <laughs> yeah. rather than the exclusivity uh, conversation mm. that's probably something that is less forefront of mind mm. yeah 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 I agree and I, I think uh, and this could maybe be my way of making myself feel better about things so interested to hear what you guys think about this um, I also think men are quite simple and for the most part it's hard enough to date one person. They're probably not dating more than one person. Yeah. And unless they're in a stage in their life where they are just trying to distract themselves or they know they don't want anything serious yeah. and they just want to meet people and sleep with people. And I think you pick up on that. Like, yeah. you, you would know. You will know. You won't hear from him for days. Then you'll hear from him. Then you won't sleep with you. Then you don't hear from him for days. Like, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I've gotten the impression from the last few guys I've dated that, like, that's not really th- where... That's not, it's too hard. That's too hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard enough to date one person, yeah. <laughs> which is what I find, which is why I, I, a lot of times I don't do it. I also don't give other people a chance. I tend to not give other people a chance. That's a personal thing. Yeah. I focus on someone. Give them a chance. I know, like, so I actually, with the last person I was dating, tried to date other people so that I wouldn't put so much attention on him and start to, like, try to speed things along. That's what I tend to do. Um... And I did go on a few dates, probably three or four dates after, like, I probably stopped going on dates after him and my maybe third date. Um, And it was actually more of a circumstantial thing, whereas the the guys who I had potentially considered going on a second date with just fell off the radar. It wasn't that I actively said I don't want to go on dates with other people. It just happened. But I... If I'm really honest with myself, I don't think I would have given those guys a chance because I already mm. knew what I felt and I knew that I wanted to see where things went with this other guy, which is, yeah. again, goes back to what I said. Like, you make that choice for yourself. Yeah. But you have to know that you're making it for yourself. And I think where a lot of people um, have issues is, well, I've made this choice. Well, what if he hasn't? Well, I 
like, you know, I have to care less and I have yeah. to, I can't put myself out there and I can't care more than he does. And I and, just, and that's that whole, this whole, I have to care less is that. Yeah, whole, exactly. Not your guard down, yeah. um, you know, not wanting or not being able to be vulnerable and mm-hmm. not wanting to, well, you're protecting yourself from being yeah. hurt, which yeah. is a perfectly reasonable defense mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the repercussions are that you may not advance in that yeah. level of particularly emotional intimacy mm. um, and connectivity. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's just important, like, I guess for me, the important thing is making that decision for yourself. And I think the rational reason for dating other people is right in that you, like, we're more driven mostly by emotion. So if you have a emotional connection, a, a body response to someone you are less likely to be rational about if that person is actually good for you. So it's good to have other people to compare. And compare is a bad word, but mm-hmm. it, but, but that's true. Yeah. Because yeah. because then you look at one person and go, well, he has that, but he doesn't have this. Well, he has that, but he doesn't have this. Yeah, and then you... Then you okay, well, you know. <laughs> Teach their own. Um, but yeah, and then you can make a bit of a more educated decision on someone. And that is generally yeah. the logical argument for that. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily why a lot of people do it, but to me, I guess, and I'm not saying that's wrong, and which is why I tried really hard to actually do that in this past, this last relationship. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I mean, that didn't work out, and I'm still comparing people to him. So yeah, says <laughs> so a lot about how, how I uh, give other people a chance, I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, I guess I guess my point was to your point, Simon, is like it's just about being aware of what you're doing and why yeah. for yourself yeah. and not making it about yeah. the other person. But then relationships are two-way street. So yeah. when do you have the conversation or do you have the conversation about what it is or... About what the situation is yeah. that you two are in. What are we? What are we? Yeah, so basically my style is very different to Annie's style. I tend to... It's a defense mechanism. Where I build a wall around myself and I uh-huh. make it the after the first few dates I make it a bit more difficult for us to actually connect. You make it more difficult. A little bit. Like I don't I've never I've never been the person who's broached the subject about exclusivity first. I've never said I love you first. I just Yeah, I just why I, I you, think you, you I, seem that, that there's you're definite on that in that you definitely you don't do that but so there must be a reason why you don't do that it's a defense mechanism because I don't want to get hurt to okay. your point where yep. you said that some people exactly. do that because they don't yep. want to get hurt where yes. they sort of build a wall around themselves yeah and that's what I do so I actually as much as I hate it I didn't play the game of who could care less because I would and it's it's shit and it's horrible and it's not something I'm proud of I do see other people on purpose just so that I am not pouring my heart and soul into that one person I'm seeing and I'm not focusing on that one person because I don't want to distract myself and which is something that it's very different from anywhere she says that this is someone I like and I want to see where this goes whereas to me this is someone I like oh my god I don't want to go there let me go do something else I think that there is validity in distracting yourself. Like, yeah. I, there's a Netflix movie where he talks about 
not squeezing your salamander too hard. <laughs> so it's like this. What <laughs> is that? <laughs> yeah, that did sound like a sexual reference. That's definitely not supposed to be. Late night vision. Um, <laughs> well, we haven't we haven't got there yet this time, so uh, oh, okay. it's about time. Um, no, she was she t- tells him about those guys she went on a date with, and then she sleeps with him, and she really likes him. And this is um, a sort of work colleague that's giving her advice, and he says. You know how when you were a kid and you had a toy salamander, a pet salamander, and who has a pet no. salamander? No, they're American. <laughs> you know, like it's in the classroom, and um, and yeah. you know, like you love it so much, but then you squeeze it too hard and it dies. And he's like, so. <laughs> hey, made, again, no. Made for made for Netflix movies, guys. Yeah. They're real gold mines <laughs> for dating advice. Um. <laughs> Anyway, he says, you know, you can't squeeze your salamander. You need to get another salamander so you don't squeeze your one salamander too hard, basically. Yeah. And, like, there is, there's validity in that. Like, that's yeah. true. And that is, I guess that's a selfish way, reason to date other people. My yeah. Mine was a rational way, so you yeah. can compare them yeah. in a in a rational yeah. way, not a mean way. Um, but but it is. It's yeah. true. And because it's... It, it can be overwhelming to people, and I'm probably quite overwhelming to people <laughs> when I date them. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't squeeze their salmon. <laughs> <but laughs> Not on the fish. Second date, fine. Second yeah. date after a few glasses of wine. A few bottles. Yeah. A few bottles. I just want to clarify, it was three bottles. Thank <laughs> you. Where's the salamander? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I... It took me a while to understand that what I was doing was to build up my defense mechanism and to actually have that wall up because I wasn't conscious of it until when I speak to you, Annie, about it at Deb and a few other girlfriends. Everyone has said to me, why do you have your walls up? And I couldn't answer them. I wasn't even aware that I had my walls up Mm. until, I would say, of recent because that's what I tend to do. If I know that there is trouble, I would run the other way. Mm-hmm. Or I would go see other people. Yeah. I would distract myself. Because I don't want to get into that call of being hurt. Because when I'm hurt, I'm really hurt. And then when that happens, I just try and get over it really quickly. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's a pretty human response. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, th- I mean, we, we often do do this. Yeah. We put up our defense mechanism. Wh- whether this is you know, a dating experience yeah. or, you know, maybe when you're in a bad situation at yeah. work or yeah. there's yeah. lots of examples when we do put our defense yeah. mechanism because yeah. we're trying to protect ourselves. Yeah. Exactly what a, like, a defense yeah. wall does. It's, mm. But the, obviously the, the problem with this, in particularly in a, in a dating sphere, yeah. is that you, then you put these walls up and then the person that you're trying to date can actually see what's really there yeah. because they're seeing the wall. Yeah. Mm. And they're seeing what is being put on show yeah. as opposed to what's really inside. Mm. The other problem is that if you um, are putting up a defense mechanism and then trying to dumb certain elements down, or if certain elements do get dumbed down as a result of that, you cannot selectively choose which pieces yeah. to, 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 to dumb down. And yeah. so um, sort of everything sort of gets pushed down. Mm. Um, and again, you're you're not you're not showing the real you. Yeah. yeah, I think you also run the risk of two people who have their walls up trying to interact with each other and losing yeah. all connection. Yeah. yeah, and I think I will say like from I will say from personal experience actually that I I'm fairly open and I know I I think I said in the first episode I 
I talk a big game about vulnerability and I can be quite vulnerable with my friends and with you guys, but yeah. I don't, I actually tend to not, I, I look for it in people I'm dating and I tend to not so much share it. And I actually have pretty much all of my previous relationships, except for like my serious long-term relationships have ended with me feeling like I didn't actually show myself. And I and I walked away from that being like, I think they made a decision that wasn't about me. Like, I, as in, I don't think that they actually saw me. Yeah. And so I actually made, I made it a point with this last relationship to say everything. The point is not to beg or mm-hmm. ask questions. It's mm-hmm. to say, this is how I felt. This is how I feel. This is what I think. But also this is, I can see you, and I see what you're doing, and I see why, and I understand why, and I appreciate you telling me why. Whereas in the past, I think I tend to, when some, I mean, pretty much the way it goes is we start to have this conversation about where things are going, and then they pull away, and then they, they kind of go quiet, and then I bring it up because I can't let people just do go you quiet. Think, do you think that's because they're not, are not at the right stage of thinking about it themselves so you have decided okay i'm going to bring this conversation up because i'm ready to talk about it where what situation we're in what we're doing and maybe they're not and like i said before girls will have generally i think given these kind of things more thought than guys and or may come to a decision about things sooner than Mm. guys and maybe they just weren't right there yet and suddenly they it's a little bit rabbit in headlights yeah Ah. so so a couple of them, it's we we talked about it and then decided that we weren't there yet and then continued to see each other for a little bit, but then it eventually came to a point where it was like, okay, this is very clear now that we want different things and we have to go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say in all, all of my past instances, other than this most recent one, I have brought up out of a place of insecurity. I need mm-hmm. you to tell me that you want me, that you want to see me because I'm afraid. This one, it wasn't, didn't come so much of a place of insecurity. It was more of like, I just really want to spend more time with you. Mm. But yeah, I do wonder if it was that, that it was too soon. And if I hadn't brought it up, if maybe it would have eventuated into that. But at the end of the day now, based on all the conversations that we've had, I think the end result would have been the same. And I guess the way I think about it is if like, if someone's not ready, they're not going to be ready. So you're either going to find out now or you're going to find out in six months where you've wait, felt like you... Like, for me, personally, if I find out in six months someone's not ready for a relationship, I would feel like I settled for six months and I didn't say what I thought. Mm. And, I th- and I do think it has a lot to do with how you say it. I don't think I approached it the right way in the past. And I think with him, I approached it much better. Yeah. You know, because I really thought about it from, like, what do I actually want? What am I actually saying? Because, like, I didn't... He's the one who I didn't feel like I needed to bring up exclusivity with. I didn't care that much. I enjoyed being with him. But that was the point. I enjoyed being with him. And I wanted to see him more. So I brought it up like that. I enjoy spending time with you. I would like to see you more often. And then that kind of spiraled into a bigger conversation. And then it was fine for a little while, I think, for another few weeks. And then it kind of got to a point. And he still said at the end of it that he was like, I actually didn't know what I wanted. Like, I didn't know which way I wanted it to go. Yeah. Yeah. But he made that decision that he wanted because he to be single. You, he couldn't give you. Yeah, and he said yeah, yeah, and he said that a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I guess yes, maybe I brought it, yes, probably I bring it up too soon. In the past, I've done it out of insecurity, which I think is the wrong reason to do it. Yeah. yeah. 
but I think at the end of the day, like, I just have to be true to myself. Yeah. Like, and I think that, with, like, timing is such a thing in relationships now when you meet yeah. people and what they're looking for yeah. that I feel like it wouldn't, there wouldn't be a difference of you've seen been seeing them for three months versus five. Yeah. If they're ready, they're ready. <laughs> like, six months is too long. Yeah. To wait, to, um, to know that you're exclusive. I think when you know, you know. Um, I also feel like, with him, I feel like he wasn't ready to be in a relationship. When you're ready, I would say after a couple of months, you're fine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. And so yeah, like even if yeah. some people may think I brought it up, I bring stuff up too soon. Yeah, I think I just think. And you spoke, Elaine, about your friend earlier, who the girl he's seeing now. He yeah. went on a couple of dates with. He wasn't yeah. ready to be in a relationship. He wasn't interested. Suddenly they reconnected a year yeah. later and now they're in a relationship. Mm, so wow. I really okay. I really yeah. think it, yeah. it is uh-huh. about where those people are at. Yeah. yeah. And I think unfortunately like yeah, I do wonder if I brought it up too soon, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because doesn't if matter. he if he didn't want to be in a relationship, he wasn't gonna want to be in one in six months either. Yeah. And I feel like at this point in life you're ready to be in a relationship. So you don't want to wait around. And no, like, exactly. Yeah. And, and I would have felt like I was settling, like I was letting it be on his terms. Yeah. And that's really degrading to me. Like, I know what I want, and I'm not afraid to ask yeah. for it. And that was why I phrased it that way. I, I want to spend more time with you. That's what I want. And I said to him, I understand where you're at, and I'm okay with that. But you need to also know where I am. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we can meet in the middle. You know, it's a two, like, relationships are two-way streets. Yeah, completely. So, so for me, I feel like in all of my relationships, like the, the big ones, We've actually never talked about it. It hasn't been... No no one's actually said, do you want to be my boyfriend? Do you want to be yeah. my girlfriend? Yeah. Are we dating? Do you want to date me exclusively? It's sort of... It goes into the flow where you know, hmm. and then you introduce your... The person you're with as, this is my boyfriend, meet my partner, this mm. is my girlfriend. And sometimes I'm just a bit like, oh... Are we that now? Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I remember that when the first guy started seeing after my long-term relationship, yeah. it was like literally in our breakup, break, quote-unquote, breakup conversation, and I made a comment. I made some comment about um, maybe it was like something that I thought, you know, I thought maybe you were going to be my boyfriend or something, and he was like, oh, I was. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you what? were? <laughs> Sorry? Well, and you didn't know that he was? Well, no, because... No, he, he assumed that, like... So I think now he would refer to me as his ex. ex. Yeah. yeah. And I, like, I, I see him around quite a lot. And when I've had to, like, t- tell people who he is, I'm like, oh, it's, it's just some guy I dated. Have you broached the topic of exclusivity? No, I haven't. No. Does has, it just... Has it, has, it been, has it been brought up? Yeah. By others? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, how do you yeah. feel about that? How did you feel when it was brought up? Um, well, when it had been brought up on the occasions that it has, has actually not really been an issue for me because I wasn't seeing anybody else. Mm. Um, and of those, in those situations, that may either have been because I was comfortable where I was or I was just too busy to be dating other people or there was no one else that was really on the scene for me at that point. Jesus. <laughs> No one else is around. You'll do. <laughs> <laughs> My well, favorite holiday sweater. You'll do. <laughs> Spelled Y U L E. 
like Yuletide. You'll do. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, wow. I know. I know. I know. It's my favorite. Wow. Um, do you have it? No, my old workmate does. But you can get it on ASOS. It's a men's sweater, but obviously. Right. Obvi- jump off. Yeah. Whatever. Obviously. It's meant to be baggy. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, I- sorry. So, yeah. So it's not been an issue. Uh, is it not, not so much a you'll do, but as in it wasn't when, when the topic came up, it wasn't everything I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to have to break it off with all these other people. <laughs> uh, let me just make some phone calls. Again. I'll be with you in a second. I'll be back. Uh, oh, that was quick. I didn't have to call anymore. <laughs> well, that was I did. I had to tell people that I'm not seeing you anymore. But, but didn't you just wait till they texted you and then you're just like, oh, by the way. Yeah, so this is, so basically that, podcast that I was talking about this was her argument was never bring it up as a girl because men like to think everything is their idea yeah. and I don't like uh, I don't everything is our idea yeah. <laughs> Get out. I don't 100% fully agree with her logic yeah. but I understand where it's coming from and I think we've sort of spoken about this in past episodes of um like this is why the game still exists and yes it's not so cut and dry that it has to happen this way but um she basically was saying you men want everything to seem like their idea she actually said so if you bring it up they will they will say no and they will go find someone who will not bring it up but i don't necessarily agree with that having said that my experience of bringing it up has always ended negatively, so maybe she's right. But I, I think that that was sort of the like it's quite simple, it's quite a simple thing. And I think that Simon, that's what you're saying. He's gonna freak out, so let him be the one to bring it up because then he'll feel like it was his idea. He may, and you and can. He would be more likely to, I think, than she. Yes. Yeah, and you can plant it in a way. I have not learned how, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think there are ways to. But I think you touched on this before, Lynn, about when people are introducing someone to their friends or maybe even family, but yeah. more likely friends or yeah. whoever, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is... Yeah. I mm. feel like meeting the family, you're definitely exclusive. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. The mom's like, hang on a minute. That's not who you brought him last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I love why? Because you're such a delight. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> parents love me. <laughs> I mean, I know my friends' parents love me, and my ex's parents love me, so, yeah. No, it's, I, I can understand why it gives you anxiety. It would give, I would feel nervous, but I would go in with, how can I build this relationship with mm. someone but I also it's feel like business transaction I was literally going into that like this is my job every day where I meet someone new and I need to build a relationship with them and that's my job so yeah. pretty much I treat it that way how do I build that relationship how do I be empathetic how do I be a good listener and how do I just be easy to get on. Yeah. What I tend to do is to ask questions and then listening and then going along with whatever that they're talking about and to add towards mm, that. And yeah. that's how, because I do it in my everyday job. Mm. And, and I do have, sorry. No, no. I do have friends saying to me, where in a group situation, like a friend actually rang me after and said, how did you deal with that? Because you dealt with that really well. How do you actually listen and just be empathetic? And not, I was just annoyed. And I just wanted her to stop talking, but somehow you made her feel better. 
And I think that's sort of part of my job where I need to be a good mm. listener. Mm-hmm. But I you find it fascinating how you know, you obviously you know what you're talking about here yeah. and you have a strategy there to go in and what you want to achieve. Yeah. And yet one of the things we touched upon last week was your seemingly lack of confidence <laughs> in these very early dating yeah. styles or, or meeting somebody. Yeah. Um, I would meeting say. a guy and yet here there's reams of confidence and we, yet yeah. perhaps you're not able to take that to the first mm. date or the first meet or the yeah. first conversation I, I don't know why I just can't do it with guys or people that I'm interested in but if it's with friends or family or friends of friends I could easily do that because Simon you've had your friends telling them where they remember me because they had great conversations yeah. with me mm-hmm. and I'm pleasantly surprised, but I do that so with people. Elaine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who? Yeah. What? The Asian one? Who's Elaine? Jimmy Chopsticks? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we remember. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah. 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 So with, with people, with everyday people, I can definitely do that. People that I'm not interested in, with people that I'm interested in, I just tend to be like so awkward. It's so different. Mm. Yeah, there's I, a senior person at work. He's really senior. And I do have a work crush on him. But whenever he talks to me, my workmates who knows about that crush just watch me be awkward and like a little girl. <laughs> and they laugh at me about it. Like they laugh at me. They're like, hi, I just saw him. I just saw that. That's hilarious. I think yeah. that there's a real element of um, fear, fear of rejection sort mm-hmm. of in that. So I think... I was telling you guys a story earlier about I went to the bar last week and I noticed this guy who I was so attracted to. Yeah. And I kept looking at him through the night and I thought, and and I think, you know, because of maybe the world that we live in now, it sort of didn't cross my mind to think that I could actually go speak to him because, you know, it's not nap and he's here with his friends and he's probably married. And that's kind of how I look at everyone. But I noticed when I left the pub that he also left by himself and he was walking down the street by himself and I had a split second of, I should just go chase after him. And then I thought, oh, that's really weird. (laughs) And I didn't. And then I got on the bus and I thought, what are you so afraid of? Like, what? So maybe he turns around to you and is like, oh, sorry, I'm married. And then you never see him again. So who cares? But I think when it's someone who you potentially could lose like like I mean that's a like that's such a vulnerable state to be like oh hey I noticed you across the bar and I think you're really cute for him to be like oh I don't buy like then you would know he's an asshole yeah of course and of course he's not gonna say that and of course it's actually and you know we just were discussing this I think earlier in the conversation in uh, you know outside of this conversation is like it's actually quite flattering yeah, you know, and, and and if someone came up to me, like, unless they were creepy about it, if someone came up to me and said, I noticed you across the room, you know, I'm so-and-so, like, would you like to maybe get a drink? I would be flattered, even if I didn't, wasn't interested. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you definitely should be. Yes. So, and I think it's, it's so easy, it's so hard to see past the rejection of, and, like, yeah. you put yourself out there, like, if I chase this guy down the street... Like I would, first of all, I would have had to run by the pub window, so all of the other boys in the pub would have seen me ch- chasing this man down the street. Wait, you dropped your hanky. <laughs> but like you know, yeah, and then my friends would have been there waiting for. It. Like it just, it was just this whole thing. But honestly, I thought, I don't, what I was thinking on the bus was, I don't live in that suburb, so I could potentially never see him. Even if I did live in that suburb, I'd potentially never see him again. 
And I think actually the sting of a couple of days of, wow, he said no to my face after I chased him down would have outweighed the sting of me sitting on the bus going, what what if he hadn't, you know? Because I think if he, if he had been interested or, or he had been flattered and decided to give it a chance and if it were to turn into something, isn't that a funny story yeah. versus... Well, any, either way, it's a funny yes. story. To be, to be honest, yeah. either way, it's a funny story, and now I have nothing yeah. other than this fleeting moment of I watch. I literally was watching him walk down the street as my friend is speaking to me, and I'm looking at him behind her head, thinking he's walking by himself. I could just go, and I didn't. Yeah. Your, your so is the is is a lesson from this that um, maybe in the in the upcoming dates this week that you don't let that, that attitude and that fear of rejection play such a big part and that you take the bull by the horns and, yeah, and I, be out there. I think that more so, I'm not so bad at dates per se. I'm pretty like myself, especially on first dates, we talked about that. Um, but I think it's my lesson is more of to stop relying on technology and to stop relying on the way things should be and to just yeah. take a chance. And like, I, I think I'm very caught in a like, I'm not a certain kind of girl in specifically in Sydney and to just stop, like stop it like who cares like it's not you know it's I, I'm not gonna say something creepy <laughs> all I'm gonna all I'm gonna say is hey I was <laughs> hi, so I've been watching you from We're the corner all night, all night. Uh, I saw that you didn't really like the, the friend that your mate set you up with yeah so that yeah context to that is that he looked like he was on a set update and his body language was very far from the girl he was in the booth with but so you did watch um, him a lot yeah well he was by the bar like I had to look at him every time I went back to get it from getting a drink also I just like to look at him you know, Add to. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, it's no. Okay. We'll go back to that part. The lesson is, yeah, I know. I've pretty much enlisted all my friends now to go every Thursday night when they have their steak special. Oh. Because, you know, he obviously lives near there. He was walking home. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll just give you this one as well. Like, I was out for, with a, a friend for dinner. This is uh, several months ago. And, um, and you know, we were, we were having lunch and or dinner, whatever it was, and we were having a few drinks and catching up. And the waiter was definitely being flirtatious with her. Mm. Um, and um, and she was like, oh, and she was single at the time. And um, and, and I was like, oh, you know, like, uh, and she was like, hey, you know, he's quite cute, blah, blah, yeah. Anyway, so, um, and she was like, oh, you know, he wouldn't be interested. And, you know, she's, she was good looking and confident and chatty and funny, you know, lots of, lots of positive things. Anyway, so I went to pay the bill. And I was like, oh, I'll take the bill inside. And then I was like, well, this is my time. So I just said to him, oh, like, do you want to, you know, um, thanks for coming over, blah, blah, you know, whatever the chit-chat was, maybe can I get your number for my friend? And he was like, oh, phew, he's like, when you when you said then, get to get you for your number, I thought you were going to ask him for you. Oh. I was like, oh, I was like, oh charming. Jesus. <laughs> when there goes my confidence. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> but then he said, yes, here it is, and she can call me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you call him? Uh, no, she's married to someone else now. Anyway. Oh, how long? <laughs> ages ago. Oh, a year or so ago. Oh, yeah. he's a few months ago. Oh, now she's married. It's hard because sometimes when a waiter or a bartender is really friendly, how do you know if they're being flirtatious? Or, yeah. yeah. The reason but, why I asked that was because I was at a bar recently with a girlfriend and the waiter was super attentive. Not with the bartender. And literally, we realized that, that that's a really cute, like, it's a really nice little, like, a gin bar. 
gin and rum bar. And we realized that we were being surrounded by seven other couples on a day. And it's just two of us girls. And we, we literally were like, oh, that person on the day. So is that, that person behind you, that way. So this guy was literally like, who's single in this bar? Who can I flirt with? Exactly. So basically, me and her, we were going to get another drink. And we realized that this is not the place for us. Let's go somewhere else. Because yeah. everyone was on a date. And when we were paying to leave, but we, but before we were paying, he's like, you want another drink? Come on, you want another drink. You want he's like, please stay. <laughs> you want another drink. My night's about to get really boring. Please stay here. Exactly. <laughs> um, and we tried to pay, and he was like, why are you going now? The night is still young. And we were honest, like, this is a date, but everyone is on a date. And he's like... And you're like, just for the record, we're not on a date. So <laughs> if, if you're single... That's, yeah. a, that's why he and, was getting really excited. Yeah. He was like, oh, these two. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. He was like, he's like, the vibe changes a little bit later. Like, let's have some tequila shots. Like, come back with a tequila shot. What? <laughs> Did you? No. Was it a school night? No, it was... Oh. It was I went to the Beresford. Oh, oh. Yeah. No, but you should definitely be going back there. He's inviting back for tequila late night. Was he Hello. cute? Yeah, he was cute. What? Get involved. See, go. Yeah. Well, you guys can come with me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The London. That's where all the, the men are. Okay. That's where the the man, the man, the dark man with the glasses. That's how I referred okay. him. And he was wearing swim shorts, which I just found so what? like not like 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 the, like the ones that you're <laughs> wearing, Simon. They're these not are, like these are not swim. They're shorts. not swim shorts, but they're like <laughs> pa- they're, they're like. <laughs> Pattern shorts are like really cute. They're just shorts. No, they're cute. I found so, that I found it so endearing. Well, thanks, you think they're cute? Bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, sorry. I thought they, his had like bananas or something on them. Bananas. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is that you're going on a date. Your friend is setting you up with someone else. Well, maybe it wasn't a setup. I don't and know. You wear banana shorts. <laughs> I found it endearing. He did his, not want to be set up. His friend, maybe, maybe it was like the guy was like, "Hey, this girl I'm seeing is coming to the bar, and I want you to meet her. Like, can you just wingman me? Like, she's gonna be a friend. Like, just fucking deal with maybe, it." Maybe, but banana swim shorts. Sorry, they probably weren't swim shorts. Sorry, they were like pattern shorts. It was just cute. It was like two hours making this out. And like, but his friend was in like a like um like a white button up shirt. Like his friend looked like a banker, and he's like in his fucking like banana shorts. It was so cute. He was so cute. He had little glasses and like, uh, yeah, he was cute. Anyway, okay, well, good. Right, we covered a lot of ground there. I think yeah, we talked like, enough today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, coming coming to you next time with um, hopefully date updates. With, yeah. yeah, date updates for you, Annie, from Wednesday and Friday. Friday? Speed dating for I have you, some Simon? speed dating updates yeah. for you. And potentially second date with... Uh, I mean potentially but I mean I'm not really reading too much as in even though it technically would be a second date it's not really going to progress yeah. anywhere I think it'll just be like it'll okay. be to hang out but hopefully I'll have some funny speed dating stories for you okay. or some disastrous ones and maybe, maybe. one maybe one day maybe one day our love life will catch up to the progress of this podcast yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, because, yeah.